and welcome to another edition of 99 Questions, an oddly numbered interview show where we ask all sorts of interesting people interesting questions. My name is Bob Buell, and I am joined here by uh, video essayist YouTube's own Jacob Geller. Jacob, thank you so much for uh, for doing this. That's me. Thanks for having me on. <laughs> is that a proper title? I, uh, I I just thought of it as I was doing I it. I think like, video essayist is what I call myself if I'm in spheres that understand. <laughs> which, okay. Okay. You know, is is like not around my family at Thanksgiving, but like yeah, sure, <laughs> around around the internet. I think that's a pretty commonly understood phrase. You do the thing on the computer, right? Yeah. I, that's... <laughs> I, it's, I always try to talk about it for as long as I can without saying video games. I'm like, I, I write essays and I make videos about them and they're about lots of things. And then eventually the question is like, yeah, and, and mostly they're about video games. And I can see the light kind of leave my aunt's eyes. And she's like, oh, all right. <laughs> the, the glazed overlook <laughs> starts to hit immediately. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, thank you so much for doing this. Um, yeah, I'll throw out some some quick kind of ground rules for how this whole thing is going to go. Uh, so ground rule number one, take as much time or as little time as you need to answer any of these questions. If a simple yes or no suffices to answer the question, give us a yes or a no. If a short story about your life will help us answer the richness of the question, I want to hear that story. Uh, so feel free all right understood that's that's my short answer <laughs> okay <laughs> perfect uh ground rule number two uh there's nothing here to get you there's no, there's this isn't gotcha journalism i'm not here trying <laughs> to catch you in a web of of intrigue if there's a question that you want to skip over because you just eh, i don't i don't want to answer it for whatever reason you can pass we'll skip over it no worries and uh, ground rule number three, despite the name of the show being 99 questions, there might be a follow-up. I might throw in one on the fly. Oh, but there have to be at least two follow-ups, right? So it remains an oddly numbered interview show. You've got me there. <laughs> <laughs> I need to add more ground rules to this. I'm I'm starting to figure out. Um, but yeah, that's, that's basically how this will run. So the first of... Uh, kind of those non-counting questions. Jacob, are you ready? I'm ready. Let's go. Beautiful. All right. Question number one. What's the perfect breakfast? Um, I'm going to say uh, bagels and lox. I'll, I'll be true to my Judaism and, <laughs> and <laughs> say a good, a good bagel, a bunch of cream cheese, lox. Good stuff. It's great stuff, in fact. Uh, very nice. Number two, who's the coolest dude? Who is the coolest dude? Um, <laughs> I'm going to say uh, also video essayist John Boys, uh, sports Ooh. writer and and video producer. In in my circle of the world, he is the coolest dude. He's a pretty cool dude. I, I like that. All right, number three, steak, chicken, or fish? You know, I think I'm in a, a fish part of my life right now. I've, um, 
I've really been appreciating kind of um, the the accoutrement that goes around, like you know, kind of outside of entrees. And I mm-hmm. feel like you don't just get a big piece of fish the way you do with like a big piece of steak. It always has some sort of you know veggies or interesting sauce or whatever. And so that's that's where I'm at. That's a very interesting take. Yeah, because usually like the upgrade from one steak to another is just the ounceage. <laughs> yeah, the upgrade you know, from one it's... piece of fish to another is like, well, this was caught in the Alaskan wilderness and it was uh, rubbed with fine spices from India. And I was like, wow, this is so much more than just an increase in size. Yeah, I mean, I think honestly, I feel like I don't have a particularly discerning palate. And so what I appreciate is just like a lot of flavors. And Ooh. honestly, with like with meat, it's like, oh, it's a better cut. And it's like it's still it's still just meat. And and you know, if if you're getting like fish like slathered in something or whatever, then you know, all the better for it. That makes a lot of sense. All right, number four, best gift you've ever gotten. This is this is a great question because I do have a, a very confident answer, which is that I had a friend give me um, something called a, a shavette, which is essentially a straight razor that that uses disposable blades, and it was one of those mm. things where it was like I I didn't know I wanted this. It wasn't like on my wish list, but I have used it for um, seven years. At wow. this point, like, it, it, you know, it just became how I shave. Um, and and as a fairly hairy man, um, <laughs> something that I appreciate. Um, and it just, it, it, it makes the action a little bit cooler, a little bit more interesting than just, like, the, the boring tedium that we all have to do. Uh, so, yeah, the, the straight razor that, that a friend gave me years ago. Oh, that's fantastic. See, I always love when I ask a question and, like, there is a a quarter of a second of hesitation because I know that that is truly the answer to the question. It's always like with this one specifically, it's like when I'm trying to get someone a gift, I'm like, what would be their straight razor? That's (laughs) the echelon you're looking at. How do I get to that height? I love that. All right. But flipping it around here, number five, best gift you've ever given. Hmm. You know, I feel like I feel like I'm a pretty thoughtful card writer. This is kind of dodging the question, but but I feel like at least when I'm like part of part of growing up was learning like my parents pretty much have everything they want already. Like they okay. it's not like they will super benefit from me giving them like a a cast iron pan or or something like that and so like i have learned that like in order to score big points on gifts it's really just like writing a really nice card and and kind of like putting putting your heart into that um and that's not i i wish i had a more specific like oh valentine's day 2016 (laughs) or something um but i but i think it's more i've learned what genre of gift i'm good at now i like that and i like that because i am a perpetually bad card writer i never (laughs) have anything to put whether it's a birthday a wedding 
any occasion that I would need to write a card out, it always just ends up being like, thanks, Bob. <laughs> rub dub dub thanks for the grub. <laughs> yeah, just... And I, th- I would call myself an okay gift giver, but the card... Don't mm-hmm. just pass over the card. Unless there's a twenty dollar bill in it, pass it right over. Oh yeah, that's, that's that's the best. It's thoughtful, and then a check falls out. <laughs> and then and then you, what you have to do is you pretend to read the card before you look at the check, and so yeah. you're like, "Oh, thank you so much!" And there's money. Wow. <laughs> you have to put on the acting hat for a mm-hmm. minute, like, "Oh, best of wishes in your." And what's this? Yeah. Oh. How did you know? I needed $40. Um, Question uh, number six. Uh, What did you want to do for a living when you were a kid? I do have an answer for this um, because (laughs) this is a very good, a good Jacob story. Once there was a, um, uh, the mayor of our city came to my elementary school and, and I think he was just asking kids what they wanted to do when they grew up and i said theme park designer because i had just recently started playing roller coaster tycoon 2 and i was like this is the height of what someone can be and i think i know how to do it because clearly i'm so good at this video game i've raised the prices on the popcorn stand two percent so i know what i'm doing here i've, I've locked the gates and made all the bathrooms twenty dollars <laughs> Wow, that's uh, I love it. I love it. Uh, all right, number seven. What's the largest animal you can beat in a fight? Oh God. Um, <laughs> let's see. I'm trying to think of like a big, a big weakling. But the problem <laughs> is, I feel like I feel like most animals, just in general, could beat me in a fight. You know, like, I think, like, most birds could probably beat me in a fight. Oh, no. Okay. Um, <laughs> just because it's, it's like, they know where to attack and I don't. Um, so I'm going to say um, maybe, maybe, like, a large species of sloth. Okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I bet, I think it pretty big and I think I can beat that's, a sloth. That's true. You could at least see the punches coming. That's <laughs> yeah. for sure. Although they do have like really big nails that probably devil as claws. Like sloth hands are, are pretty intense. Yeah. But once, yeah. I, I think you could take him though. I believe in you. What was, what was Hanson's answer on that? Did he have one? I believe it was Capybara? <laughs> Oh man, I, I genuinely don't think I could beat a capybara because <laughs> it's like if I think about like how how ferocious a rat is, and mm. then you just like size that up to like a you know large house cat or however big those yeah. are, like I think you could kick my ass. <laughs> oh, that's great. Um, all right, number eight. Who's someone you look up to? Um. Let's see. I mean, lots of people. Um, I'll give I'll give another uh, video essayist answer, um, which is Philosophy Tube um, is is quite a big name in the kind of like left tube uh, presence, and I think that uh, he makes super good and compelling content. But also, I just really admire the way that he um, like runs his shit. 
you know, like he he has done things like sold, you know, he he's like made merch and sold it and then been like, you know what, I don't want merch to be something that I am like kind of considering part of my finances because I think that would change how I work. So here's mm. where I'm going to donate all of the like proceeds of this merch too. It's just like, you know, when I think about how I could do my job the most successfully, uh, it would be basically emulating him. Wow. Do you, do you know his name? I don't know if you said his name. Oh yeah. Uh, Oliver. Well, his, his stage name is Oliver Thorne. Um, his, his YouTube channel and probably what most people know him by is philosophy tube. Uh, he's, he's okay. pretty big. I think he's got, you know, 600,000 subscribers or whatever. He's, he's one of those kind of like, it's weird that that's still kind of small in like the YouTube overall ecosystem, yeah. but in terms of like, you know, kind of political video essayists, he's, you know, along with like, you know, ContraPoints, pretty much the biggest person out there. Wow. Very cool. Yeah. I actually thought about that the other day when I was watching like some random music video that I never thought would be popular on YouTube. And it was like up to 400 million views. And I was like, wasn't this a milestone a couple of years ago? Like some video broke a hundred yeah, million views. I, and it was like I the biggest deal all the time. Um, I think about, cause, cause when I like first started watching YouTube, I would look at the most viewed videos all the time. Yeah, I was yeah. like, that was fun. And, and I remember or whatever. <laughs> yeah, the evolution of dance. The evolution, with like, yes. With 80 million views. And I was like, wow, nothing will ever get more views than that. <laughs> I blame that uh, the kid coming from the dentist. He broke all the algorithms. Everything yeah. after him was like in the billions. It's It's kind of disappointing now that I think all of the most viewed videos are music videos. Yeah. You know, like, and that's fine and it makes sense, but... I I liked when it was weird kind of meme stuff, you know, yeah. that like that some some kid high after the dentist could be <laughs> literally the most viewed video in the world. It is kind of mind boggling to think about. It really is. Um, all right. Uh, question number nine. What is the first album you bought with your own money? Ooh, okay. Um, so I had I had an interesting path with music where my parents basically exclusively listened to NPR, and so I didn't get exposed to much music for a long time. And so what I was really into was uh, were soundtracks. And so I'm pretty sure I bought like the Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban soundtrack. <laughs> with my own money and and oh. listen you know i wore out the tape <laughs> <laughs> that's great uh all right what is your go-to karaoke song uh i will survive by gloria Gaynor. <laughs> easy answer fantastic it's a crowd pleaser yeah it's, it, it's a bit of a cliche but like man it's i know all the words and it's <laughs> it's fun to just kind of strut around to oh yeah uh, what is the last song that you listened to? Um, well, I actually have it open in a, uh, in a YouTube page right now. I was listening to, do you remember, here's, here's a game digression. You remember that game, Let It Die? Um, it was kind of like a roguelike free to play thing on the PS4. I think it was made by, uh, Suda51. 
Oh, I love Suda Fifty One. I don't remember this though. It no. was. I. I might be. I, it, it was like the the guy, like the the kind of logo was like a skeleton, like a Grim Reaper on a skateboard. <laughs> it was very, very <laughs> Suda. Um. Anyway, that game is not particularly good, but it has an unbelievable soundtrack where he literally just hired like a hundred bands to make a song just kind of based around like the title let it die and (laughs) and then it was like all right what are you gonna do with this and there's some like real good punk stuff on that and so i was listening to um uh winnie always see you there from let it die wow i love that that is so uber specific that is exactly (laughs) what i'm going for i listen to a lot of like a lot of my my job now is related to finding good game music and so i just listen to a lot of it wow yeah because i guess they that's one thing that is rarely if ever flagged on uh on youtube right so as backing music it's about perfect it's it's a little ethically ambiguous i'm (laughs) trying to do better than i have in the past at at, you know very clearly crediting uh people because it is it is still ip it's just not like their flagged ip um but yeah in in broad sense video game music is pretty much always safe to use um use for a backing track very good to know um all right uh what is a band or musical artist that you want to hear more music from um let's see i'm a big fan of the band the go team um it's the go exclamation point team and they don't it's not like they uh haven't put out an album in a decade like they mm-hmm. are they're relatively prolific but it's it's one of those bands where it's like i could always just have another album like yeah i, I don't think i'm ever gonna get tired of that sound <laughs> uh what is a song that brings the most emotion out of you hmm I mean, I could name <laughs> video game songs are easier for me to name, but I, I want to name like a real, <laughs> a real song. Um, but you know what? It's whatever. I'll, uh, this is this is my lane. I'll do the video game one. Um, the there is a song called "Music" from the uh, from the soundtrack to the game Florence, which is that like mm. mobile game. Yes, um, like the breakup relationship yes uh, Um, and and the song called music is kind of the theme of like the boyfriend in that game and it's and it's worked as a motif through like a lot of the rest of the soundtrack in one of those kind of good undertale-y ways where it's like every song becomes part of a larger theme later on um and and yeah whenever i hear music i just get like super choked up Oh, wow. Okay. I got it. You know what? That and her story, I downloaded on the exact same day before I went on vacation, being like, oh, I'll play this right before I go to bed. It'll be perfect. I'll have something on my phone. And I haven't touched him for about two years. (laughs) Florence Uh, Florence is about a 30 minute game. So you could totally knock that out. Her story is more of an investment. Um, Also great, but, but takes a little longer to get there. I, I yeah I just I just got to make the plunge I got to do it. Um, all right. Uh, what is your favorite music video? 
with with preferably hundreds of billions of views. Uh, No, any any. What is your favorite music video? It's weird. You know, I don't I don't watch a lot of music videos. I think I kind of I treat music as like. Like, I, I really rarely even think about like lyrics or. Or it's just kind of like ambient sound to me, and so when I when I see like actual people playing the songs, unless I'm at like a, a conference, a conference, a concert, you know, then it's reasonable. But otherwise, I don't watch a lot. Um, but there's one, um, there's an artist called So Called um, with a song called "You Are Never Alone" that has this very weird thing where a guy is kind of like. He's just kind of like taking apart his face and and there's like, you know, kind of machinery under it or whatever. And I remember seeing it when I was like 14 or 15 and just being, you know, having my mind completely blown. And I still think about that one. It's like, wow, that was that was really neat. That was cool. Very nice. Uh, All right. 15. You've got a million dollars, but you have to donate it all to charity. Which charity are you giving it to? Um. Uh, you know, straightforward answer: Planned Parenthood. Give yeah. them, give them all of it. Nice, very nice. Uh, Sixteen favorite holiday. Um, well, I'm a Jewish, as I've already <laughs> announced. So it, <laughs> yes. it's a slightly, uh, slightly different answers than other people. Probably, I mean, um, Jewish holidays are all kind of defined by their food. Um, and and Hanukkah is pretty great because you get those good latkes. Um, yeah. There's um, there's there's an interesting holiday called Sukkot where you are supposed to build kind of like a like a structure outside. That's it, it's kind of oh. almost like a camping holiday where it's like spend some time outside and you're actually supposed to sleep in it. Um, and and I, I haven't you know slept in in one of those for a long time, but that was that was always like a really fun, interesting holiday when I was a kid. Um, so yeah, let's let's go with Sukkot. I've never even heard of that. I love the concept it's, though. Yeah, it's it, it's a weird like you know Judaism has a lot of holidays, and most of them aren't super big deals. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, if you think about like the major Christian holidays, they're like two and they're huge. Um, <laughs> and yeah. And, and so it's like, you got a lot of little ones. There's, there's a tree birthday in Judaism. It's called Tubishvat, And it's like, it's just the birthday of all the trees today. <laughs> and so we're going to like say happy birthday to trees. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there, they deserve to be celebrated one. too. Yeah. 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 I like it. Oh my gosh. That's spectacular. Um, all right. What is your go-to drink when you walk into a coffee shop? Uh, well, I don't drink coffee, so mm-hmm. that's immediately out. Um, I would say I have been I've been drinking kombucha lately, but like if I had to pick one, it would just be hot chocolate because it's it's the best. That's fair. It's yeah, it's got it all. Uh, eighteen. Spell the word gray. G R A Y. A is in American. Gray. <laughs> that's that's how I learned it. Nice, nice. Uh, what is your prized possession? Good question. Um, 
let's see. I'm trying to think of like what I would, I if it's like what would I grab while running outside in a fire? It would honestly be like my computer tower, <laughs> you know, which, which would be yeah. a very bulky thing to run outside with during a fire. But it's like when I think about like all of the stuff I have just saved on my hard drive you know like yeah that's that's really important to me and i think i think that's kind of what i would want to save okay i think that's more than fair yeah um let's see question 20 are you competitive yes uh i am not particularly like athletic and so it it rarely manifests itself in like sports Mm. um but yeah even though i i don't think of myself as competitive but what i've realized is i like to argue and that (laughs) often comes off as like it's like wow jacob really cares about this board game and i'm like I don't, but I feel like this is the way it should be, and I'm just making everyone else uncomfortable with like how much I'm arguing about the rules here. I yeah, I, I totally get that. It's it's not necessarily competitive, but like you just wanna you wanna make a meal out of it. Yeah, it's like <laughs> in, in it's like I don't way. care. I don't care if I win. I just think the game should be this way. Ah, uh, see, I li- okay, I like that a lot. Yeah. Uh, 21. Do you consider golf a sport? Sure. Um, I, I think so. I played, I played golf, uh, in seventh grade. It was the, (laughs) that's funny. We just talked about athleticism, but it's the only, only like school sport that I played. And I don't think I, I broke a sweat. But yeah, like I I don't think sports need to have a, a super tightly constrained definition. Hey, that's fair. Yeah. Um, have you ever played any sports? Might have just answered it. But... Yeah, there we go. So I, I, I played I played golf for uh, a grade. I got the most improved trophy, which is a bit of a backhanded compliment. <laughs> um, and and I played uh I did little league uh when I was in oh. elementary school and I, I did not particularly like it, but I did do it gotcha um 23 favorite sport to watch um i think i would say baseball because it's so there are so many other things you can do during that i so i live in uh in durham and and movie people will know bull durham is like a a pretty classic movie about a minor league baseball team the durham bulls and and they are a great they've got a nice stadium and they're really fun to just like go and and sit in the stands and stuff and it's like i know the rules of baseball well enough that i can watch it and and understand but I don't need to, uh, I, I can, I can stop and get some cotton candy or get a pretzel or whatever. And I'm not like missing important things. Yeah. That, that, that is my favorite part of baseball for sure. The fact that it's kind of just a really nice background to a nice day. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. 24 theme parks. Yes. Thumbs up. <laughs> Uh, 25, dubbed the Ron Bennington, after a famous radio personality. Uh, you're standing in a ring, a wrestling ring. 
and a wave of nine-year-olds, a random mix of boys and girls, are coming down to the ring to fight you. How many of those nine-year-olds could you beat in a fight? Hmm. Are they entering the ring just as quickly as they can climb in? More or less, yeah. I would say at a at a a, a hurried pace. Okay. Maybe not so a full sprint, but uh... it's, it's not the martial arts movie thing where like they all stand in a circle <laughs> as I beat them one at a time. <laughs> not quite. Not like the '60s Batman where they all just yeah. <laughs> make poses about uh, in a circle. Uh, yeah, not not quite that. Okay, I'm gonna say. I think I could beat like uh, nine. Nine. Okay. Okay. I think that's about fair. As, assuming none of them are birds or <laughs> yeah. large creatures of any sort. None of them. <laughs> uh, 26. What's a game you know you can win? Uh, what's a game I know I can win? Um, let's see. And I, I'm going to take this not in a... I'm going to think about this as a game against other people. Um, um, well... Hmm. You know what? I'll I'll take it back. Beat Saber. <laughs> I, I know Ooh. I can win Beat Saber against probably 99.9% of the population. Wow. I am terrible at that, so bravo to you. <laughs> 27. What topic can you discuss the most? <laughs> oh, boy. How much yeah, time I'm... do you have? <laughs> um... I'm very interested in the answer to this question. I, I always secretly have one or two that I'm like, Real, like the juiciest questions for a particular guest. I want to hear your answer to this. Yeah, I mean, I think um, uh, video games is obvious, but I don't, I don't want to say that because I also think it's, it's, um, it's too, it's too easy. So I'm going to say here's a here's a weird and semi political answer, but um, the the kind of like definitions of race and race making and how that changes that's kind of that is something that i i really landed on in school as something that i like cared about a lot Mm -hmm. um and and i have just i have i have read more pages about that subject than most people probably know exist wow that is fascinating yeah is there anything in particular that like spurred that on that sparked that uh interest um, I mean, I was always, you know, I, I was always kind of interested in in manifestations of inequality, um, and mm. and race is a big one of of those. But it's like it is interesting. Uh, the more you learn about it, the more you learn like how artificial it is. And I'm really fascinated by those things that we like take as givens that are actually just totally constructed and kind of based on nothing. Wow. Yeah. I, that is fascinating. I love that. See my video on uh, Judaism and whiteness and Wolfenstein for more, because <laughs> I've already talked about it for quite a long time. Great. Um, let's see. Uh, 28 favorite place you visited. Uh, Edinburgh, Scotland. I, I studied abroad there, and I think about it all of the time. Wow. 
I've heard it's gorgeous. I've I've never been myself, but I know a friend who's gone and uh, yeah. It's great. I mean, all of Scotland is great, but Edinburgh feels like this, yeah, kind of like magic city where it's like, how does anyone actually live here? It just seems so <laughs> like kind of perfect and, and built to live in for three months. <laughs> 29. What's your catchphrase? Um, I think just saying baby at the end of things. <laughs> like, it's like, and that's Final Fantasy, baby. <laughs> I love it. Uh, 30, what's the best costume or cosplay you've ever worn? Um, this is a great question. I had I had a very talented, have a very talented um, uh, crafty mom. And so she, she would make me good Halloween costumes. And once I had, have you seen those costumes where it looks like someone is being carried by something behind them? Oh yes, with like the they have legs kind of like in the fake middle. Legs. Yeah. yeah, I mean, so I had she made one of those that was like being abducted by an alien, and it was it was before I had ever seen a costume like that. Like I think they kind of weren't in vogue yet. Yeah, and so it, it, it like that was probably the year I got the most like audible reactions from people just being <laughs> like, "Whoa, oh, that's great." Uh, uh, 31. Have you ever had anything named after you? Um, I don't think so unless I've made it myself, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's like there is a Jacob Geller discord, but I decided to name it. that. <laughs> <laughs> I would say that counts though. I mean, I, here's here a family answer. My, um, my grandparents or maybe great grandparents owned a speakeasy called Geller's Gay Spot. <laughs> so that's that's something. I yeah. <laughs> that's a great name. Um 32, the hobby you've dedicated the most time to. Uh well, uh probably making video essays. Yeah. And then and then I started getting paid for it. <laughs> Uh, just a side question. Would you say you've put more time into it before you got paid for it or, or since? Um, I mean, it took probably before it took about a year, um, until I started, like I started it in, in September of 2018 and I kind of didn't, didn't have like a big hit and start a Patreon until like, October, September, October of 2019. Um, and so like once I reach that, that September time again, then I think I'll be deeper into it than before. But I, okay. I spent a lot, a lot of time when I wasn't making any money because it's yeah. just something I really enjoy doing. Bravo. Yeah. Uh, 33. Who's a celebrity you've had a crush on? Oh, um, plenty of them but i think my child my biggest childhood crush was on um like you know mid 2000s era Lindsay lohan kind of like mm. herbie fully loaded <laughs> Lindsay yeah. lohan was definitely <laughs> like the first the first person as a kid where i was like oh she's really pretty <laughs> <laughs> that that classic herbie fully loaded <laughs> yeah, in the that movie we all remember fondly <laughs> 
Uh, what is the strangest job you've had? Uh, let's see. I worked, um, I worked at a, I mean, it's like, they're kind of like normal jobs that had weird aspects. So I worked at a snack bar at a pool, but the pool was at the JCC, which is the Jewish community center. So we had things mm-hmm. like, uh, everything was kosher and we, we couldn't take cash on Fridays because that was, or, or on Saturdays, because that's like something that's weirdly prohibited by the Sabbath. Um, and so, yeah, there, there were a lot of quirks in what seemed like it should be a normal snack bar job. I gotcha. Uh, 35. What's a book you'd recommend the world to read? Um, I'm looking at it right now. It's called Underland by Robert McFarlane. Uh, it's it's what I based my most recent uh, video on, um, and it's it's just a bunch of a bunch of stories about caves, and it's maybe the best nonfiction oh. book I've ever read. It's just yes. it's like it's just written so well. You know, it's been a long time since I've just been wowed by like someone's writing style uh, as much as I am here. I got to be honest, the first half of that video, I had a little bit of trouble getting through because I didn't think I had claustrophobia. (laughs) (laughs) But all that stuff about like deeper, deeper into the caves and the the fella getting trapped and oh, my goodness. Yeah, no no one thinks they have claustrophobia until they end up there. (laughs) (laughs) This is a bigger problem than I thought it was going to be. Like when my when the sheets are too tight on my bed, like that I don't like. <laughs> so being in a naturalistic landscape that's locking me in place, uh, not a not a big fan. Uh, but I, I recommend the video still. Um, uh, thirty six. What is a movie that always makes you laugh? Um, let's see. It's maybe my favorite movie is is Wes Anderson's Fantastic Mr. Fox. Um, And I wouldn't call it a laugh riot, but there are always lines in that that I just lose it at and I think have become more funny with repeated watchings. That's a great one. Yeah. Uh, 37. What's the worst movie you've ever seen? Oh, boy. Um Let's see what I, uh, it'd probably be something that I like saw once I took a birthday party to see, do you remember those? Like they were really broad parody movies and they were called like Epic movie. Oh and yeah. I, I'm pretty sure I took a birthday party to see Epic movie and and it was just i mean it's like i think we enjoyed it at the time but even like 24 hours later you know i i had just turned 12 or whatever and i was like <laughs> oh boy <laughs> i don't think we needed that one i specifically remember epic movie because it was me and my friend anthony going to see it and uh we that was I think the only movie I turned to him and literally like tapped my knee. I tapped out of the movie about 40 (laughs) minutes in when I was like, I don't know if I could do this, man. (laughs) This is so miserable and schlocky and. Those like what those filmmakers have done, like have they kind of continued doing stuff that's a good question because for about five or six years they put out one every summer 
I think. Yeah, I think I, I they think were the Zucker brothers, incredibly maybe? cheap. Uh, it yeah. looked like the last thing that... Um, no, he's... Oh, yeah, there was a thing called the Starving Games that was essentially one of those. They came out in, like, 2013. Uh, oh, so I guess gosh. they're still... Wow, there was a movie called Super Fast that was a Fast and Furious spoof that came out five years ago. So uh, he he still has a job. Wow. I mean, hey, make a check, but (laughs) oof, Oof, indeed. Um, Okay, Uh, 38. Who's your favorite actor? Um, What's... a weird, weird Wes Anderson-y pick. Uh, Jason Schwartzman. I love that guy. He's great. He's he's one that can flip the switch from uh, comedic to deadly serious so well, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Very, yeah, he's very good. Tall. I mean, he's he's great in, in, you know, all Wes Anderson stuff. He's good in uh, Scott Pilgrim. <laughs> like he's a, yeah. I, I, like, I like that he can do a comedic performance that's still pretty much feels like a real guy you know it doesn't doesn't feel like it's a broad caricature yeah very true uh question 39 how cool was it in jurassic park when the raptors were running through the kitchen oh very cool i was a i was a big dinosaur kid uh so a big fan of all of that oh it's the best question 40 first show as a kid you got really into hmm um I'm thinking uh, there's a PBS show called Cyber Chase uh, that I was Cyber Chase. Yeah, that was it was it was it was like an educational show, but it was somehow kids went into a computer. It was animated, um, and yeah, I was really into it. Wow. Okay. I'm picturing a lot of um, what would now be characteristic as like vaporwave. But like <laughs> at the time, with a name like kind Cyber of, Chase, maybe yeah, I'm totally I, off base though. I've never heard of it. It was it was more traditionally kind of like 2D animated. If they had tried oh, okay. to do like weird CGI, it totally would have hit that. <laughs> or like like the Homer Simpson enters the Matrix scene. Yes, that one 3D sequence in claymation. <laughs> oh. I should just do 99 Simpsons questions, really. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's the real calling I have. Uh, uh, 41. Who should play you in a movie of your life? Um, you know, it's funny. When when I was... I kind of went from getting compared to, from, to one actor to getting compared to another. And I feel like it was a big upgrade. Because people used to tell me that I looked like uh, Justin Long who's, um, you know, kind of is in a, a lot of comedic things. He was in, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, I don't know. He's he's fine. Um, and then I upgraded at some point to Zachary Quinto. Um, and so Ooh. I would definitely pick him now because he is a beautiful man who I have a passing resemblance to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can kind of see the, the Quinto. Really, it's just thick-eyebrowed men. Like, that's <laughs> that's what we've got going for us. <laughs> a very strong category. Yeah. <laughs> Who is the biggest celebrity you've ever met in person? I, you know, I feel like I don't have a good answer for this one. I sometimes think about, like, I've, I've seen people perform 
live, but that doesn't really count. I, I um, don't count those. Yeah. yeah, that I haven't I haven't met them. So I I genuinely just don't feel like I have a good answer for that one. Okay, that's fair. Number forty three TV show or podcast that you love but you don't think anyone else knows about. Ooh, that I don't think anyone else knows about. This would probably be podcasts. You, you know what? I'll give you, I'll give you a really deep cut because it's not, it's a podcast that's not on anymore. And like, TV shows kind of have like an afterlife, but podcasts, once they stop are just like dead. Um, When that RSS feed is done, it's done. (laughs) Yeah. So there's, um, uh, there's a podcast that used to be on called public domain theater. That was, um, uh, two, two women and a guest who would read a short story in the public domain and kind of like, you know, make fun of it or talk about it. Um, but they didn't know the story before it happened. Like they were all <laughs> reading it for the first time. And a lot of short stories have like big twists at the end. Um, and so uh, it would often kind of devolve into them being stunned and or aghast at like what the story turned into. I'm going to try to see if I can unearth that because that sounds very good. It's it's very good. Yeah, I liked it a lot. Uh, 44, favorite comedian. Um, Let's see. Who is who is like the comedian that I will just get psyched for whenever they have a newspaper. I mean, it's like, it's a normie answer, but John Mulaney is, is really hard to beat. <laughs> he comes up a lot in this one. He's really strong. He's, and... he's great. I mean, as like a, um, a slightly lesser known answer, I'm a big fan of Gary Goldman. Um, oh, Gary Goldman's great. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's, he's gained more, more popularity, I think in the last couple of years, but he's still, I don't feel like he's known outside of stand-up circles that much. Mm, yeah, I agree. But yeah, I, I always hear his name brought up as someone that other comedians will always love and yes. laugh at. And that's always what I'm targeting. Mm-hmm. Like, what what makes, you know, uh, I don't know, this is a weird example, but like, what makes Colin Quinn laugh? And that's, <laughs> that's who yeah. I want to know. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe this is why it was on my brain. Best Saturday Night Live cast member. I I think in retrospect probably Bill Hader. Um yeah. I mean just given I feel like I feel like when when he was on I was like wow he's really good and now seeing what he's done since going back to those performances I was like mm. oh my god there were levels here <laughs> like yeah. I was not giving him enough credit. I I've, I've done that also where I see someone playing a character on the current cast and been like and this is good, but Bill Hader would have just nailed this. He yeah. he, he has a <laughs> I don't know why he has an Alan Alda impression that always Oh god, it's so me. funny. I was, yeah, I was watching that <laughs> the other day. I also think one who probably doesn't get enough credit as they deserve, I think Vanessa Bayer is ridiculously funny. And yes. whenever I see her in something, she like she can kind of play specific characters in this mm-hmm. way that I love, where it's like, it's not an archetype. It's like, she is playing one person. Um, and yeah. Yeah. The Totino's wife always cracks <laughs> me up. The, the, the speaking quickly weather woman. Oh, she's... 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> amazing. Amazing. Uh, 46. What is the nerdiest thing you've done? Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. It's, start, it's... Uh, start a YouTube channel based on video <laughs> games and architecture. That's a pretty good one. Yeah. I, it's tough to argue. Uh, 47. Least favorite state. Oh, boy. Uh, South Carolina, because I'm from North Carolina. <laughs> ah, there's beef there. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're fine, but mm, <laughs> we've got the better barbecue, etc. Oh, shots fired. <laughs> uh, 48, best thing you've ever won. Ooh, okay. What is there? There should be a good answer to this. Um, I have won. Honestly, the most memorable thing that I've won is is once I won a like goldfish at a carnival, and I like oh. brought it home, and it was like a a goldfish that was my pet for you know all of two months, probably. <laughs> That's great. Um, 49. Is there anything you've collected or have a collection of? There's not much physical that I have a collection of. Um, I mean, I really like, um, I really like art from people I know. And so I have a lot of that, but that doesn't really feel like a collection. At some point I wanted to collect, uh, different kinds of syrup from different places you know Ooh. like go go on uh tour like somewhere in the mountains and it's like oh here's our local raspberry syrup and i'd be like ooh, um and i call it kind of fallen off of that but i'm saying that it's like that sounds great i should start doing that again having just a full like ikea detail filled with different <laughs> Maple syrups would be. Would, so I mean, what good. a what a power move! Have someone over and be like, "I'm making pancakes. What would you like?" <laughs> and give them forty five options. Yeah, open open your coat like the like the <laughs> salesman in Resident Evil Four. <laughs> <laughs> what you buying? <laughs> Amazing! I I I fully endorse that collection. That's great. Uh, question fifty: The Ryan Davis. It has been dubbed. You're in a fight. To the death with another person equal to your size. I, I promise this is the last fighting question. <laughs> I realized uh, a couple episodes ago, like, yeah, I guess there are a couple <laughs> all based on who or what you could fight, but uh, we'll stick with it. Um, you're in a fight to the death with another person equal to your size. You're offered either an aluminum baseball bat or a six inch non serrated knife. Knowing the weapon you don't choose goes to your opponent. Which do you choose? I remember this was on, this was on like a MinMax episode, right? Or or Game Informer show? Uh, yeah, th this is something that uh, Giant Bomb. That's why it's dubbed the Ryan Davis, one of oh, the founders okay. from Giant Bomb. Sure. Um, it was a mailbag question once, and it it became possibly the most heated discussion that's lasted years, literally years, uh, and no one has come up with a conclusive knife or bat. I mean, I think. I remember them discussing this on, on whatever I was listening to that they were discussing it. And I truly do think the answer is that um, because mm. uh, just because of range and, um, and lack of skill required to use. 
that yeah that comes up a lot actually on my on my uh, last episode with uh, uh, the great Caldwell Tanner um he brought up the factor of the bat being able to block where a knife is basically impossible to block anything yeah and i thought that's a very clever observation i'd never discussed it i never thought about it from that angle yeah but you're going you're going bat i'm going bat even if the other person gets the knife yeah I I respect it. I might disagree slightly, but I respect it. Oh, I didn't see you there. I was actually too busy uh, enjoying the wonderful music that plays along with this episode. I don't know if you knew, but uh, the song you're hearing right now is actually from the Mini Vandals. Uh, I think the one that's coming up next is from DJ Williams. The opening song, I heard it at the beginning, that real catchy number, it's from Diala. And then the closing song uh, is actually from Single Friend. And uh, pretty sure they're all royalty free. So if you like what you hear, just kind of search them out or whatever. Uh, if you want to search me out, I'm at 99QuestionsPod, that's a number 99, on Gmail and on Twitter. But uh, hey, don't go anywhere, guys. We got a whole second half of an episode. It's happening right after we fade out. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. So, Jacob, uh, I am a fan of your videos. I don't know if that's showing Thank through you. or not. <laughs> I appreciate it. Um, and I think you have a, a, a very special gift in terms of the video essays, because I've seen a lot of video essays on YouTube. I find it to be a very fascinating way to pass my time. Mm-hmm. Um, but you have a, a very good way of taking it seriously, but maybe not taking yourself so seriously, if that makes sense. Because there are a lot of other video essays that I see where it just gets memed out to the 10th degree. And I start to like, eh, if this guy's not going to take the topic seriously, how can I give him another 40 minutes of my time to watch it? Right. Uh, and I think you have a wonderful way of uh, making the topic feel important. And, and it, it, it really shines through. Thank you. I, I appreciate that. But but uh, it does lead to my, my one question, because you have a way of, of not only making topics important, but you have a way of always twisting it around where even if it's not a topic I'm directly interested in, by the end of it, I'm like sitting there like mouth agape, <laughs> very <laughs> interested in the topic. I want to know, has there been either a video or something that you've written out and really really gotten passionate about but then like three quarters of the way through realized i don't think there's an actual good video here is there anything you bailed on or had to 
you know, cut rope and, and abandon because it just, it wasn't working. Um, there definitely is. I mean, I, I totally have, um, uh, unfinished scripts. Um, something that I've actually, um, you know, what's nice about my format where I'm typically talking about a lot of different things is that uh, I've been able to pull old ideas into new stuff. So like I had, I had just kind of like loosely written down like unused areas in multiplayer maps for like, you know, over a year of, of just kind of like, this is weird, right? Like this spot in this map in Modern Warfare 2, but I couldn't figure out anything to do with that. And then mm-hmm. when I started writing my my video that is now out and called Artificial Loneliness. I was going like, to say, yeah, it's the yeah, red day. Then, yeah. then I was able to be like, oh, that comes back. And so a lot of times mm-hmm. I've I've been able to kind of retrofit an idea that I couldn't maybe make into a whole video into something that that supports a larger point very interesting yeah so so it's kind of the using all the parts of the buffalo argument where more often than not the 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 pieces that you've laid in front of you will will fit into something else in some way shape or form yeah i'm not i'm not throwing anything out okay all right i like that i like that a lot uh now that i'm done gushing let's get back into these (laughs) questions here uh Previous segment sponsored by Gushers. It's it's not. <laughs> I don't know if I'm allowed to say that. Um, uh, Fifty one. What is your phone wallpaper right now? Uh, great question. It is. Um, it is actually a, a shot of the nighttime streets in Edinburgh, Scotland. Because oh. I oh, wasn't faking it about my fandom for that city. <laughs> uh, uh 52 what's the last thing you googled um let's see i'll i'll pull up my phone again and see if i can get a uh where would where would the answer to this be i think the last thing i googled was um mary king's close um and and that will be uh probably meaningless for most people but if you look <laughs> it up you might get a clue about where the next video is going oh so, I good like- luck little easter egg i like it uh 53 you have to name your next pet without seeing them what do you name them wow uh probably a video game related name my current mm-hmm. pet is named tori after toriel in undertale um so let's see what would a good um i'm gonna say coda uh, after after Ooh. Coda in the Beginner's Guide. Very nice. I I believe the the same uh, friend Anthony who uh, watched Epic Movie with me. He has a dog named Coda. I wow. don't know if it's the same relation, but uh, the same uh, origin. But uh, that's the first thing I thought of. Wow, that's very cool. What a, what a kismet in the world, you know. <laughs> um, Fifty four. What professional wrestler would you compare yourself to? Oh boy. Now I know very little about wrestling. Um, uh, so <laughs> this is, I, I could name like John Cena and the undertaker. Um, okay. 
and uh i'm probably two for two they're both correct (laughs) probably closer to the undertaker because he's like an old man who i feel like couldn't win many fights now and i also feel like i couldn't win many fights i like it i like it uh 55 what's your comfort food on a bad day i like uh i like cooking a lot um but and and so you know it's it's not so much like a order a pizza kind of comfort food thing for me um but honestly, it would probably be like making cookies and then just eating half of the dough. Like that's that's mm. kind of my move. Yeah, you know they say the dough itself is you know bad and uncooked and what. I don't. Have you ever heard of anyone getting sick I, off of it? I, Literally, I, a, point, a single soul. I, I, at this point, I think my favorite food might be raw eggs, based <laughs> on like how many of them I've eaten. <laughs> <laughs> a real rocky mentality yeah. <laughs> uh 56 favorite smell um here's a specific one uh so so durham where i grew up and and live now um had all of these old uh old buildings that used to be like tobacco manufacturers like they would make them into cigarettes because because like lucky strike is from durham and that was a big thing um and i don't smoke and i've I've never smoked but the smell of like drying tobacco especially once it's kind of like baked into the wood of a building is pretty incredible um and and so that's that's a good one and that's you know very very closely tied to kind of like me and where i'm from that's spectacular, yeah. Uh, 57, best candy? Great question. Now, do you count, like, chocolate bars as candy? Because in my, in my brain, there's kind of a separation between, like, like a Milky Way and, like, nerds, you know? Yeah, it, it's, I mean... <laughs> my opinion i would say they're two different things i think i've accepted chocolatey answers in the past so w- whichever you would say is is you know the toppest of tier between any of those uh any of those categories i'll i'll give you uh i'll give you my my favorite movie theater candy which is easier oh. to answer for me and it's junior mints uh big fan oh, they are very good I, I don't get the people who are so anti-mint. I, I've yeah. I, I've run into a couple, and I don't know. I love it. I love anything mint-based, really. But hey, different strokes for different folks, I suppose. Uh, Fifty-eight worst candy. Um. Okay. Uh, Necco wafers. Those Ooh. things that feel like they're like made out of chalk. They're like really dusty <laughs> kind of uh, sphere or not spheres. They're, uh, they're just like little discs. Uh, and, and my mom really liked them. And so they would like be around my house and I'd just be like, oh, it's it's candy. Like my body clearly craves sugar because I'm like, you know, a 10 year old. But even these aren't worth it. Yeah, I think scientifically they are majority chalk. I I have no real <laughs> proof to back that up, but I'm fairly certain. There is some video that, that was pretty viral on YouTube the other day that was like, how much sawdust can you add to a Rice Krispie treat? <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like someone was doing with those candies, like, how much chalk can you add to sugar? And it turns out, like, 90%. <laughs> 
<laughs> no one notices. They fly yeah. off the shelf. Uh, <laughs> uh, question 59. What's a restaurant you'd recommend? Um, I'll give you the, the one I used to work at, uh, which is a strong recommendation because if you used to work at a restaurant and still like to eat there, like good stuff. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's called Bull City Burger and Brewery, uh, and it's in Durham, and it's a very, very nice place. Uh, 60. What's a food you've never eaten? Hmm. Now, I've eaten, I used to be a picky eater. Now we eat a lot of food. Um, I don't think I've ever had uh, uh, head cheese, aka like uh -huh. brains. Um, and I think I probably would if given the opportunity, but I've just never, never been in a room with them. I can tell you that my uh, grandmother not only loved head cheese, she <laughs> would make her own. <laughs> Good lord! Yeah. So I have distinct memories of being a child and opening the refrigerator door and being hit with this whiff of meats and olive and vinegar, because that's like oh. the key ingredients. It's this gelatinous vinegar that you just boil the head of a cow and then anything that falls off, you just throw it in there. It's I, I find it thoroughly gross and I've had it. Uh, so <laughs> I'm, I'm, you're not missing much. Well, it might only be once, but I think I would still try it. <laughs> For the exploration, go at it. <laughs> yeah. uh, 61, strangest food that you have eaten. I, I'm having real trouble thinking of something that I would consider super weird. Um, I don't know. This is, this is like not an exciting one to pass on, but like I just can't think of anything. Hey, that's fair. Uh, 62. What's a typical day off? Uh, playing, playing video games. Um, maybe going, going on a hike with my dog. Um, I don't sleep in. I've never slept in. And so it would probably still be like getting up at eight or so, but you know, maybe taking a nap in the middle of the day. Uh, 63 bucket list item that you've accomplished. Ooh, that I've accomplished. Um, uh, d definitely some. I've done some some really good uh, hiking that I am I'm pretty proud of, and and you know I I feel like I would be like I wanna I wanna spend you know like a bunch of days in the wilderness or something, and I have in fact done that. So it wasn't it wasn't on an official bucket list, but I I think it would be if I hadn't done it. Yeah. Uh, 64 bucket list item you probably won't accomplish. I mean, it's, it's like, I have bucket list things, but I do think they're achievable, like, like skydiving and stuff. So something that I probably won't accomplish, um, uh, let's say, uh, like, like actually getting real deep in a cave, like one of the ones that I <laughs> talked about that were like you needed to rappel into or something. I would love to do that, but I don't think it's like there's such intensive training to get to that yeah. that I don't think I'll put in the time outside the cave to be able to do it in the cave. Yeah, that that makes sense. Uh, 65, uh, name of a friend you don't keep in contact with, but regret it. Oh, that's that's a sad one. Um uh Daniel. 
Hmm. Uh, 66, what's a game that makes you feel nostalgic? <laughs> oh, what is my whole channel? Um, uh, <laughs> Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess. Twilight Princess, okay. Uh, 67, what game have you spent the most time playing? Uh, the answer to that question is The Binding of Isaac Rebirth. Um, wow. That is, I have spent... Um, uh, close to 500 hours on that oh. game, and I have also spent about 300 hours on the Binding of Isaac non-Rebirth, the original release. Uh, so so together, those two games that are one game have taken up an extraordinary amount of time. Wow, that is a lot of hours, yes. And honestly, <laughs> it's like, for that game, those are still rookie numbers, <laughs> you know. Like people, people spend just not so amounts of time on that. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. Uh, Sixty-eight. What's something that you've built with your own hands? Uh, I built compost boxes for a school oh. near my house for my Eagle Scout project, because ah. I uh, was slash M an Eagle Scout. Very nice. Okay. Uh, question 69. Best pickup line? Oof. Um, I, I truly feel like the answer is there isn't one. Like, I've spent enough time on dating apps to just be like, <laughs> whenever I see a pickup line, I'm just like, no! Uh... <laughs> Uh, that being said, um, here's, here's a kind of an earnest one, but it's still okay. kind of fun is like, tell me about your tattoo because I like hearing about like, Ooh. if people have a tattoo, like what the story is and almost always it's something they like care about. Um, and so, yeah, I think that one's kind of fun. That's actually a pretty good one. Yeah. Uh, question 70. Have you ever had any good nicknames? Not really. Um, uh, I was I was Jake before I could introduce myself, um, and it wasn't that I didn't like the nickname Jake. It was just like I was like, well, my name is Jacob, so I guess I should say that. And then people stopped calling me Jake. Um, uh, let's see. I I used to be. Um, I was briefly a DJ at my college and my name there was DJ Gelly Belly, uh, like a radio oh, that's DJ. Good. Uh, so yeah, I thought that one was pretty fun. Oh, that's excellent. That should be the discord name. <laughs> uh, 71. Do you believe in love at first sight? No, uh, I don't, I don't think so. Yeah. I probably agree with you there. Uh, 72. What's a big turnoff? of yours um here's here's a very in character one uh if if like i watch like a movie or something with someone and i'm like wow what did you think of that and they're like it was good and then like don't have any interest in talking about it after that i'm like we consume things in very <laughs> different ways that's a that is the most on-brand <laughs> yeah. answer of all of these. I love it. Uh, 73, do you consider yourself an artist? 
Um, yes. Uh, mm. And and it's a kind of it's a weird thing because I am for very uh, I I'm really anti platforming the term art. I think that art isn't something that should be like indicative of a certain standard or a, you know, a certain kind of thing, you know, it's just like anything you want to be art can be art. But then when I'm asking that about myself and like the stuff I make, I'm like, well, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But so, so I think to, to hold myself to the same, uh, the same kind of lax definitions that I hold others. Yes. Very nice. I, I've had that debate many a time, and I firmly am in the camp of art is in the intention. Art is like food. You are ne- allowed not to like food, but you have to admit that it is food. It is a category. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but yes, I love that is one of my favorite debates. And something relating it might come up in two questions. <laughs> uh, but we will jump to 74. What's something you've tried to cook and failed? Ooh, um, uh, the first time I tried to make, um, carbonara, um, I did, which is, which is a, a pasta dish where the sauce is essentially eggs. Um, the, the bowl was too hot or I, you know, the pot was too hot that the pasta was in. And so I poured the eggs in and they just like scrambled immediately. And so then it was just like spaghetti with scrambled eggs and it's (laughs) not good. Not good. (laughs) Wouldn't recommend. But you have improved on on such a carbonara? Yes, uh, I I think I could make it successfully now. Nice, okay. Uh, Question 75, dubbed the Ben Hansen. What is the greatest piece of art ever made? Um, Mad Max Fury Road. (laughs) Wow! (laughs) Bold, to the point, I like it. I was actually, I was thinking about that the other day because i was thinking about how mad max jury road is maybe the best movie ever made and then i was thinking about how long they talked about that question and i was like why didn't anyone say mad max i think it would have been a real contender there i I gotta say let's see 76 have you ever had something happen to you that you would consider paranormal um i don't think so i have definitely had experiences that felt altered you know like it it felt kind of like the air was different or it's just like like standing outside and been like this feels weird but i don't think I, i wouldn't say they were like paranormal i would just say that that they were altered in a way Interesting. Okay. Uh, 77. Would you ever use a Ouija board? Sure. Uh, n- n- not not use in terms of affect <laughs> my life decisions, but if someone was like, want to try this out, I'd be like, yes. Uh, 78. Just the question, why? Uh, for external validation. <laughs> Love it. 79, if given the chance, when would you time travel to? I think 
I would time travel to the the heyday of Alexandria because um, I've always wanted to see. Well, actually, it's not not quite. I, I've always wanted to see like the two historical structures that I wanted to see most were the Library of Alexandria and the Colossus of Rhodes. Um, and I think those were both standing at the same time, though I'm not a hundo percent sure on that. Yeah, um, I can't say with much certainty. Yeah, that, but, but but those those were like the two you know, my two things that it's like, God, I want to see them in person because when you hear descriptions of them, they just sound so like impossible. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Question 80. Have you ever made a sudden dramatic change to your lifestyle and stuck to it? Um, well, uh, getting a dog, uh, basically means you have no choice but to suddenly and dramatically change your lifestyle. This is very Um, true. So, so yes, I think in that case, um, you know, you you just got to think a lot more about when you're out of the house and what you're going to do about that. (laughs) You can't really leave for more than, I don't know, 10 hour shifts at a time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, question 81, what game show, past or present, would you love to be a contestant on? I okay, I feel like I am bad at knowledge based game shows, even something like uh Wheel of Fortune or whatever, like I don't have that kind of puzzle brain. Okay. And so I think I would like one that's like truly random that I could just get like thirty thousand dollars and check out, <laughs> you know, like uh like um deal or no deal. And just like the oh, first okay. time to leave I the, the first chance I get, I'd just be like, yep, I'm done. Thanks, yeah. everyone. Thanks, guys. This has been a great 10 minutes. I really appreciate yeah. it. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Too many people get greedy on that show. You mm-hmm. gotta, I um, mean, and who knows? Maybe if I was under all those lights, I would get greedy, too. But I would like <laughs> to think that I could just walk out of there with some real easy cash. <laughs> Take that, Howie Mandel. <laughs> uh, 82, what's a quote that you love? Um, there's a quote that I put on my Wolfenstein video. It's, it's the description of that video that I'm going to pull up, um, because it is, it is both profound and funny at the same time. Um, which is the quote is Samuel Beckett once said, every word is like an unnecessary stain on silence and nothingness. On the other hand, he said it. (laughs) (laughs) which i am i'm just a big fan of do do you know who that quote's attributed to yeah that's um that's by uh art spiegelman who um wrote the uh the mouse graphic novels um uh, and i i can't really remember like the context of it but i just love it it's yeah that is a classic uh, 83, what's the best shirt you own? Um, this uh, one I've owned when, when I was in high school, especially I owned a lot of kind of like jokey graphic tees. Um, and I have one with a baseball bat on it that just says bear Jew. Uh, I feel like that's still, <laughs> you know, kind of a mission statement. Oh, I, that, yeah, that's perfect. Uh, would you change your middle name? No. Hmm. 
If you don't mind me asking, what is your middle name? <laughs> That's. I thought I was being clever, but if you don't uh, want to give it out, totally fine. I'm gonna, totally I'm fine. gonna keep it a mystery. I I respect it. Uh, what's a good impression you can do? Oh, ugh. Uh, <laughs> not many of them. Um, <laughs> I feel like I could do a pretty good Ben Shapiro. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, let's say, let's say, just for example, like, what you have to understand is... It's perfect. (laughs) I've also, I've I've had, I've had people say on my videos that I sound like Jesse Eisenberg, uh, which is not an impression I'm intentionally doing, but maybe if they needed, like, they were making a social network video game and they couldn't actually afford him, like, maybe I could sub (laughs) in... That's the Haley Joel Osmond of voice acting that they're going <laughs> to yeah. pick up. Uh, <laughs> ben Shapiro is on point. Um, is there a tattoo that you wanted to get, but are glad you didn't get? Yes, uh, definitely. I I wanted for a long time um, uh, in the movie Donnie Darko, he writes the... Uh, like days, hours, minutes, seconds until the world is going to end mm-hmm. on his arm in Sharpie. And I thought it would be very cool to get that. And it's, you know, it's just kind of like numbers and it's like, it's a big tattoo and it's very specific. And I still think Donnie Darko was like a neat movie, but I'm pretty glad I didn't get that. <laughs> yeah. That would be very cool and very specific, but then you have to explain it every time I feel like, cause it's so prominent. Yeah, there's no there's no way to, you know, keep it under wraps. Yeah. Uh, how would you describe your 16-year-old self? Hmm. Good question. Um, weirdly mean. Um, hmm. Like, like, meaner, meaner than he had to be. Uh, but... Uh, close to turning a corner, probably. Okay. Yeah. Uh, 88, what's the worst injury that you've had? Uh, I've been pretty lucky in terms of injuries uh, in that I I haven't had many. Um, Once I was mountain biking and and I fell off my bike and I bounced on my head, but I was wearing a helmet. And so my head was actually fine, but I, I really scraped up my arm um, and for for a couple years, there was kind of a a scar mark on that, and it didn't it didn't like impair movement or anything, um, yeah. but it was just like visible. Um, and so probably that. Wow, wear a helmet, kids. Remember, yeah, the hel- helmet was great. My my head was fine, or at least you know now I'm making YouTube videos semi professionally, <laughs> so I don't know. <laughs> Something okay. conked loose to cause that, yeah. but other than that, it's all good. <laughs> What is a habit of yours you want to break? Um, I I don't chew my nails, but I I pick at my nails and like my cuticles. Uh, mm. and my my fingers are always kind of like rough looking, uh, and I would love to not do that anymore. Nice, yeah. All right, question ninety. We're on the home stretch here. Have you ever lied on your resume? 
Yes. I said I knew how to use Excel. Um, and I think I believed I knew how to use Excel. But, uh, once but you see now those I formulas. Have, oh, yeah, now yeah. I have a job where I've seen people actually use Excel. And like, nope, I don't know how. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of V tables and whatnot. Yeah, it, yeah it, it, it gets more in depth. Have you ever punched someone in the face? I don't think so. Okay. I, if 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 I had, it would have been one of those kind of like wild fourth grade swings where it was just <laughs> like, I just can't take it anymore. Um, I, but I don't think I've even I, I am sure I, I have like kicked people uh, also in those kind of like fourth grade angers. But I don't think I've ever punched anyone in the face. Okay. Okay. Uh, 92. Would you ever go to a nude beach? Sure. I don't think alone. Uh, I would, and and maybe not even with just one other person. Like it would, it would kind of have to be like a group of friends who all decided like, this will be weird. Let's do it. Yeah. Invite them over like you would for an epic movie. <laughs> and be like, surprise. <laughs> surprise, guys. <laughs> We're at a nude beach. Uh, 93. When was the last time you cried? Uh, <laughs> well, I... Let's see. I'm trying to remember what happened more recently. Um I recorded a podcast on the game Florence recently and I played through oh. that and cried. Um, and, and also at the end of Kentucky route zero, two different video games I've cried at probably both around a month ago. That Kentucky route zero. I can, I, I think it almost got to me too. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah. Uh, 94. What's something you've done and will probably never do again once uh i when i was a boy scout we took a summer trip that was driving in a school bus from durham north carolina to the northernmost part of alaska holy Uh, cow that is a drive (laughs) it it was and and back um it was it was a full month of of you know mostly driving and then we would stop and do things and it was it was very cool and very pretty and like it i don't think i would even say no to doing it again necessarily i just like can't picture being at a time in my life where it's like <laughs> let's just yeah. take a month and do nothing but like drive with a bunch of boy scouts <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't have to necessarily be with Boy Scouts today. Yeah, but, um, but then the school bus, like, where am I going to get that from? <laughs> uh, that's, that's Now you're getting into all sorts of logistics. You're yeah. right. You're right. Uh, <laughs> question 95. Best compliment you've ever received? I do have an answer for this one. Uh, oh. When I was in... AP US history, um, my teacher gave us superlatives at the end of the year. And the one that he gave me was most likely to host a White House correspondence dinner. 
um oh. which which is is the kind of like like the comedy roast of the president yeah. thing yeah. or whatever and honestly they've kind of fallen out of favor like i don't i don't think one because of like the current administration but also yeah. like it feels like it's hard to be as punchy in those as you used to be but i still think like the stephen colbert 2004 correspondence dinner is like one of the great american performances of all time <laughs> um and and yeah i was that's that's one of those like i didn't even know that i wanted this until you told me <laughs> and that's so it was very flattering that's great uh 96 tell me a joke um okay <laughs> what's the similarity between elephants and grapes I don't know. What is the similarity between elephants and grapes? Well, they both have trunks, except for the grapes. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> well played, sir. Well played. Uh, 97. This used to be uh, just a bad question, uh, but now it is the listener question of the week. If you Ooh. have a question you want at 97. Uh, send it to me, 99questionspod at gmail.com or 99questionspod on Twitter. And it might be used. <laughs> uh, this week's is from Michael Moran, a.k.a. Nail on Discord. Thank you, Nail. Um, what do you recommend? Oh, I really I really like how open-ended that is. Um. I really recommend um, learning, not even learning to cook, just trying to cook. Just, mm. just like be like, I'm going to make food for myself. And, and buy yourself ingredients so you kind of don't have another choice. You know, just be like, if I want to eat food, it's, it's, I'm going to have to make something out of these things. Um, because I just like, it is so hard for me to stop doing things in the day. You know, it's like we are we are so constantly able to just be checking email and doing, you know, all of these things, even when you're yeah. trying to relax. Um, and, and cooking is something where it's like, you know what, when I'm doing that, that's all I'm doing. And uh, I really value that time. Yeah, I, I, I love that. I think that is... Uh a great recommendation to people because if if you kind of back yourself into the corner like that it more often than not i think it teaches people how to do something even if they don't if that's even if that's not the goal going in yeah there's there's really great um i believe it's it's uh you maybe from a michael pollan book um it's something that my mom has said a lot but it's like if you just make everything you eat you are probably going to eat in a healthy way because it's mm. like if you want to make fried chicken that's awesome it is a lot of effort to make yeah. fried chicken and you might do it you know once a month or whatever but if all it takes to get fried chicken is like go to a place and pay five dollars for it then you'll be eating it all the time. And so it's like, you want a pie? Great, make a pie. And, <laughs> and you know, sometimes I do make a pie and it's, and it's really fun and I enjoy it. But it's, yeah, it's not something that I do every week. 
Very wise words. I love it. Uh, question 98. What made you want to be who you are today? Boy, who am I today? <laughs> <laughs> I suppose that's a, a preface of the question. Yeah, yeah a, a, per, perhaps a, a much tougher one. Um, <laughs> I mean, I think it really is a... It's a combination of really there are a number of things. I wanted the things I liked to be taken seriously. That was a big one, honestly. It was like a, hmm. a lot of my life was kind of like a lot of my early interactions with video games were defined by arguing for their legitimacy. Um, yeah. And, and I think that has persisted. Um I also think, uh, as per my question, why I am I am quite driven by praise of others, um, and and so I chose something that would would get me a lot of that, um, and yeah, I I think um, the combination of those two things and being kind of kind of an introvert who still wants to like interact with people uh <laughs> you know this is this is a good way of kind of like getting the amount of interaction that i want to have wow yeah that makes a whole lot of sense that that, that is fascinating and uh yeah purely from the uh the the fandom praise side of things uh i mean i not to uh make the gush corner sponsored by gushers any bigger than it needs to be but um i've definitely like been on rants specifically based on re-watching that shadow of the colossus video and like getting that game stuck in my head mm -hmm. and then like i'll just be in a conversation with a friend of mine who doesn't super play games or like oh they just play like madden and call of duty and stuff like that and i'll be like no 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 you don't understand. <laughs> I, I must sound like a crazy person, but I'm like, right. no, it's about so much more. You don't understand. It's, it's, it's about this existential dread and him searching for the person he loves, but they don't clearly. And I'll just go. And I find myself going off for 20 minutes and he's like, I don't know, man, I'm just, I just want a beer. Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, and it's like, that's something that I have been doing for my whole life. And so it's nice to be like, no, this is a venue where people are asking for it. Yeah. <laughs> it's not, it's not just me cornering a friend. <laughs> Telling him about the importance of aggro as a character. Yeah. Like, yeah. All right. Question 99. What do you want to be remembered for? Oof. Um, I think I want to be remembered for, um, being really, just really passionate about the things that I care about. I, I honestly think that, um, these specific things that you care about are not as important as kind of like the reasons you care about them and the, you know, the, the kind of fervor with which you feel compelled to talk about those things. Yeah. Um, and 
And so more than, you know, people thinking like, oh, I liked Jacob because of, you know, how he talked about Wolfenstein or how he talked about, you know, modern art or whatever. I just want to be like how he talked, you know, that that made mm. me want to explore things with deeper meaning. I, I, I think that is absolutely wonderful. And uh, at least from from one fan's perspective, I, I think you have accomplished that and are and continuing <laughs> to. That is that is really, really gratifying to hear. <laughs> Jacob, we have reached the end of our our road here. Thank you so much for for it. sticking through. We did it. We've climbed that mountain. We've we we bought a bottle of maple syrup at the top, and it's so so good. <laughs> uh, is there anything you want to plug, put out into the world, uh, give some fresh eyes to anything at all? The floor is yours. Sure. So, I mean, uh, my, my YouTube channel is called Jacob Geller. It's, it's pretty easy to find. Um, my Twitter is probably still suspended, um, because that is something that just happened to me and I still haven't received a reason why my Twitter, usually you would be able to find it by just searching Jacob Geller. Um, but, but right. It's at Jacob G 42, like Jacob with a Y, um, you know, in terms of things I want to put out into the world, um, just just find find ways of supporting local artists. That's that's something that I always want people to do. Just just find people in your community who are doing nice things and give them the means to continue to do nice things. I think I could talk to Jacob for several more hours, but we're just out of questions. Refresh out, people. The only thing we have left is Last Call, where we have to figure out what we learned today. We learned that David after Dentist really broke YouTube's view counts. It's like a pinball score. Like, it's just too high to have any meaning. We learned that your favorite food could be raw eggs. Handy, I suppose. We learned that Herbie Fully Loaded is a lot like a 30-day bus road trip. It's great in the moment, but who has the time nowadays? And we learned never to doubt the man with the maple syrup collection, baby. That's a guy. He's got to figure it out. But support your local artists right now. That's uh, that's a good one. And wear a helmet, at least for the next two weeks, till our next episode. Thank you, and good night.